Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This afternoon, we have a special guest, Miss Chastity Lobos. Okay, you're on the air. Hi, hi, hi. And thank you once again for inviting me onto the podcast. It is truly an honor. Um, I'm basically here today to kind of talk about my business. Uh, it's called Graceful Affirmations. Um, you can kind of find me on Facebook under Chastity Lobos. I do have an Etsy store. And right now I am sporting my one of my brands, which is Self Love. On the back, it says you are I am worthy and so are you. Um, I have recently come into this uh, because God said, step out on faith. <laughs> I was scared at first because me coming from being a correction officer and being into security and wanting to be a U.S. Marshal. I never thought entrepreneur, but entrepreneur was spoken over my life so many times. And, and so many times I kept saying, no, that's not for me. It's not for me. Well, finally, I decided to say. I'm stepping out on faith and and that's what I did. And I am, I'm enjoying the process, the process of going from working a nine to five to working a 24 hour job basically. But it's, <laughs> it's well worth it. The process is truly, truly, truly well worth it. Um, and I, I, I'm grateful for the process. I'm, I'm glad I, I stopped listening to self and I stepped out of self and started listening to God. So I'm grateful for that. Um, so, yes, you can find me on Facebook under Chastity Lobos. Uh, and then I'll be posting my Etsy account where you can find my products. I also do tumblers, mugs, uh, sweatshirts, T-shirts, hoodies, whatever you name. I can do it. Puzzles, trying to do it all. And, of course, juggling the life of being a wife, a mom, a daughter, a sister, a friend, entrepreneur. It's, it's work, but it's well worth it. It's well worth it. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the 2024 year. I'm excited. Cool. Yes. <laughs> um, you mentioned to me that you wanted to share something about um I would say uh the lack of unity within the African American community. Can you expand on that, please? Yes, I can expand on that, but I'm a um I'm expand on it from others' point of view. You know, most people always say that. You know, the black community is like crabs in a bucket. We're constantly fighting each other to get to the top and no one seems to reach it. Um, but I can say I have come across quite a few people. Um, first of all, I want to say Ty Wright. He's on Facebook. He also has a business where I was building my business and I was lost in it. I was trying to go to YouTube and look up things and, and was getting lost. And I actually reached out to him. He does not know me from the next man on the street, or the next woman on the street. But what he did was he helped me. He he actually helped me build my business. And he he taught me things where usually people would make you pay hundreds of dollars for a class. And you still didn't learn anything, but he actually, hey, took his time. He'll video chat me like, hey, like, no, you need to do this. Or, you know, this is how you're supposed to do this. And this is how you're supposed to do it. And I'm forever grateful for that because the black community is always looked at as crabs in a bucket. But we don't have to, we don't have to be in that mindset. We don't. And we don't have to live by that mentality. We don't. Because there are some people out there that doesn't mind helping each other and and that's how we should be because one thing about it is enough money on the table for everybody no we don't have to sit at the same table we can still sell the same products and yet still both profit that's just like you have mcdonald's and burger king they both sell food 
They both sell burgers, but everyone has that unique way of doing everything. You got gas stations right across the street from each other and yet still selling gas. It's the same product. Some of them have different prices and yet they're still selling. So it's just, you know, a lot of people always say, like I said, that, you know, the black community have that crab in a bucket mentality. And that's something that we kind of veer from. First of all, we got to veer from saying it because as long as you're saying it, it's going to still be. And then we got to, first of all, some of our people need to stop living in it. We'll help the next person, but you won't help your sister over here that's struggling. So it's all about just helping each other, um, getting out of that mindset of, oh, this person coming from my spot. No, they're not. No, they're not. Some people just, they, they see they see what you're doing. They just like, oh, well, I want to do it too. I want to be successful like that too. Why not help each other become successful? The other races do it all the time. Why we can't do it. And we have so many successful black men and women. They have so much to tell. They have stories that, you know, they have experiences that they can share. Why not? Uh, may I intervene and uh, uh, answer your question? Yes. And basically, oh, my goodness, this coincides with um, what I got you saying earlier. Um, I was on the um, podcast with uh, Mr. Furman um, Jackson, Jr. Mm-hmm. And he gave me an opportunity to come on his show. And, you know, I like that. Well, the reason why uh, I would say our people uh, have that mind uh, crab in the bucket mindset, I don't use that term, even though I wrote that in my revised book, but I call it um, that um, Willie Lynch mentality. We have to heal from that. And so um, this is what I encourage all of my, um, I would say people that's on my friends list Mm -hmm. and people that's listening to my um, podcast read my story and that is the solution for black america reclaiming rebuilding and restoring the urban ghettos in america second edition and i will provide the link in the uh, comment section below this video podcast Uh, read my story first um and if you agree then make arrangements with me so you can come on this show and we can talk about it because we got to heal from that. And that's what my business is about, trying to heal. Because I want to invest in, you know, people such as yourself, young people, you know, that's trying to do something positive. But I want people to be members of, you know, my business, Gurkham. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that's all I'm saying, because we want to, over here, I want to make sure that um, people know that Emmanuel Barbie is, you know, He's on it. And uh, anything that has my name to it, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, I protect my reputation. So I want to make sure that uh, first that people know, you know, my story. That's how come I'm trying to do this film project. And I have the same same, um, type of business as yourself. You know, I sell uh, T-shirts. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going there. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you my story. It's kind of sad, but it's okay because uh, the Lord Jesus Christ gets all the credit and glory. Amen. So, yes, I have a virtual store. I sell um, t-shirts, bath towels, coffee mugs, etc. And I come before everyone with clean hands. I don't have. There's no scams, no gimmicks. All I have is my revised book and my virtual store. 
But my sister, I hate to tell you this, but I, I'm going to keep it real. Unfortunately, a lot of our people ain't um, patronizing me. And ask me why. Why? Because they don't want me to have a successful Christian black business. That's why. Mm. Because of that Willie Lynch mentality. Now, mark my words. Once um, I would say that um, my business is up and running and, you know, I'm start you know, making, you know, real impact in our uh, communities. Everybody in Chicago is going to want to be a part of this business. Yes. Now I've been pushing, I've been pushing my uh, vision and things like that for the past 32 years. Yeah. 32 years. And I stand on that without shame because I want the devil to know, you know, ain't nothing changing on my end. That's right. And, you know, yeah, uh, it's sad, unfortunately, that a lot of the stuff I wrote in my book, my book has been on Amazon for uh, 12 years now and still barely selling. But that's OK. Now that's how come I'm like, well, Lord, what 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 more can I do? I don't know how to reach uh, my people. And then the Lord placed in my heart, turn your book into a film. Yes. And this is how come I created this uh, podcast, because I want to get my um, message out loud and clear to those who will he who would listen. Yes, that's now, right. With my type of business, the grassroots community uh, activist movement, that's my business. Um, you know, all of my uh, groups that I have, I have a total of 14 groups, but um, I have two Christian groups. And the only reason why I separated, try to separate it, you know, because some people, you know, I feel, you know, yeah, I shouldn't be talking about secular things, you know, in my Christian groups. And, you know, I was trying to keep everything separate. But then I just say, oh, forget it. You know, I want um, my Christian friends to be uh, educated, too, about what's going on. Yes. In society. And so um, what what God has called me to do is to, you know, help improve uh, Black America. That's what the Lord has called me to do. And uh, through my Christian business, that's what we, we're going to do. And that's so um, we're going to build the Grassroots Community Activist Institute. So I have that title. I've been paying for that title since 2010 out of pocket. Unfortunately, I don't have any employees, nor do I have a physical building. That's how come I'm going to have to do this film. But anyway, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, our mission is to help eradicate urban violence in Chicago through art, culture, commerce, spiritual development, as well as hosting African tours. We're going to visit 10 African nations. But before we visit those African nations, I need those uh, African immigrants here in the United States from the following uh, African uh, countries to work with us to help build the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. And those are people from South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, Uganda, Angolia, Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, and Nigeria. Wow. We want those persons to work with us. So that way, when we visit those African nations, we're going to set up local chapters there. So that way we can do international trade with our brothers and sisters on the continent. Yes. Yes. Gurkayo Chicago is going to have uh, nine main components, a social service component, a spiritual, okay. a spiritual component, which is going to be optional for secular people, because we're not going to be beat be uh, beating people upside the head of like, oh, you got to get saved and blah, blah, blah. That's a personal choice. 
But I do, like I say, I want to um, reach secular people as well as, you know, Christians. Yes. That's just how the Lord placed in my heart. Now, the most controversial part of uh, my business is going to be the political. Because yeah. this is where a lot of our people are messed up at big time. A lot of Christians don't want to get involved with politics. And that's sad and unfortunate. But every election year, even this year, um, you're going to see a lot of these politicians, you know, courting um, these different congregations, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. But anyway, we want to teach our members and students um, the importance of politics. Um, over here, I'm going to say we're nonpartisan. Uh, we're independent and we're not affiliated with anybody. Okay. We're strictly a grassroots organization. Okay. Yes. And so um, with our, yeah, the political component, you know, um, I do want to stress that we um, over here, we promote um, lineage based cash payment reparations for descendants of American slaves. And we also promote uh, uh, anti-black hate crime bills. That's what we try to encourage uh, our our members and listeners to, you know, be about. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Black Americans, you know, they rejected my vision and or plan, you know, like I say, for the past 32 years. Um, and especially uh, during the 2020 election, I was telling our people back then to, you know, demand, you know, tangibles, you know, for your vote. Don't just vote for a political party without letting them know that we want something in exchange. And they didn't mm -hmm. listen to me. Now look at all the mess we're in. You know, it's just horrible. Um, we're going to have an entrepreneur component. We're going to teach our students and members how to create both a nonprofit as well as how to create a for-profit. Okay. Gonna teach our, th those are the ones that want to learn it and, you know, want to be about that. But yeah. here. We're also going to uh, have an um, entertainment component. So um, that's what I'm saying with my um, my film project. Yeah. My last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group here in America before I cut and run to Africa. But before I go to Africa, we're going to um, make sure we get it popping here in America first. Yes. yes and yes, we yes. want to let the black world know that this is different from, you know, pan-Africanism. I, I uh, you know, I ain't going to lie to you. I enjoy, you know, learning about pan-Africanism. Um, I liked that Marcus Garvey, but the problem I had with Marcus Garvey is that he never went to Africa himself. He went to Europe. He got educated in Europe. So that's a problem that I had. Another problem I had with Marcus Garvey is that um, he accepted donations from the Ku Klux Klan. And you can find all that information out um, if you go to um, biography.com and then type in his name and you, you'll see. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I still like him though, and I yeah. respect him. Yeah, I like him because at least he was trying to stand up and say something positive for black people. Yeah, my is uh, with my organization, I'm gonna lead by example. So once we right. organization up and uh, running here in America, um, I'm gonna apply for dual citizenship in South Africa. Also, I'm gonna uh, shoot our second film in South Africa, and that's gonna be um, entitled. African liberator battle against the colonized mindset. But my okay. first film here in America is called Hood Liberator. Made in Chicago, the war against Willie Lynch begins. 
And that's about my personal experience, you know, trying to get my business up and running when I used to do street ministry, all that stuff. Because unfortunately, a lot of our people don't like to read. So I want to be able to reach people where they're at. Yeah. Understand that, hey, you know, um, yes, you know, I this is coming from the bottom, you know, so we're going to have to build this thing together. So far as I'm concerned, this is a Nehemiah assignment bigger than myself. I reached out to a lot of the different churches here in Chicago. None okay. of them really wanted to fool with me because everybody want to be, you know, quote unquote, you know, in charge and the leader. That's mm-hmm. all that is. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, no problem. You know, so my business is going to be membership base. Okay. Yes. Um, we're going to have a black, uh, this is another component, a black grassroots media component. So that way we use an Afrocentric perspective. Okay. What's going on in the real media, you know. We're going to have a health and wellness component, a science and technology component, and lastly, a travel and tourism component. So that way, we don't just sit up here and just talk about Africa. We're going to actually uh, visit Africa, make real connections with our brothers and sisters on the continent so we can um, have options. I want to give um, Black families, especially that's trapped in those uh, inner cities, options. Yeah, yeah. For them uh, our people have been begging these white supremacist financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality for the past 60 years, and they still haven't given that to us. So what I'm saying is that, you know, hey, you know, um, pull, let's pull our resources together, do the best, build up, build up our paper, and let's use um, business in terms of working with our brothers and sisters from the continent so we can expand um, the business over there as well. Yes, and we have you know backup. Yes, yeah. yes, that's all I'm saying. And um, I just want to say I ain't trying to put you on the spot, but if you have any specific questions you want to ask me, you can ask me because I have nothing to hide. Do you have any specific questions? Let's see. When you first started. Is it something that you felt like you wanted to do or is it something that you felt like you needed to do? Okay, that's a good question. Okay, so I'm just assuming that, you know, when I started, you, you, you're probably talking about when I started the street ministry. I'm going to yeah. take it from there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt like, you know, I read the scriptures about, you know, you know, I was raised in the church. And so... Um, you know, I felt like I kept seeing all these homeless people and stuff like that. And, you know, the words does and God's word does say that he um, he has compassion for the poor. And so, you know, I call myself trying to do something. You know, I used to feed homeless people in my community, um, peanut butter and jelly sandwich or cheese sandwich, you know, okay. and this was out of pocket. And. So, yeah, I was doing that for a while and, you know, telling people about the Lord. But then um, I'm going to say that um, I had a, a dream or a vision when I was sleeping. The, the Lord was telling me that that was nice what I was doing. It was nice. But he said, all I'm doing is just putting a, a Band-Aid on an open wound. It's not solving the issue. That's so right. he wants me to build the Grassroots Community Activist Institute. So that way we could stitch up that um, open wound. That's right. 
but he didn't tell me who he was going to bring to help me, you know, work with me because, um, like I say, this is a Nehemiah assignment bigger than myself. And I also want to make the black world know what we're trying to do here in the city of Chicago, because I want to make this, um, I want to make Chicago a model first before we expand to other cities across the United States. But I, I don't have all that time, you know, to, you know, be going around different cities. So I'm going to turn, like I say, what I want to do is I'm going to turn the business over once we get it popping here in Chicago. And I'm taking my talents to South Africa and getting popping over there. Okay. Yeah. Cause okay. I, yeah, because I'm saying, you know, and so my goal is I hope and pray that the Kyle Chicago will become like a franchise just like McDonald's. There you go. Into other cities. Also, I want you to understand, too, not just you, and I want uh, my listeners to understand non-Black sympathizers, they're welcome to join us, not as groups, because um, everybody's not um, stumping for reparations for Black Americans. That's right. But nobody's saying nothing about, you know, these legal immigrants coming over here, all the money we're spending on them. Nobody's saying nothing about all the money that the Biden administration is paying for Ukraine or what's going yeah. on over there in the Israel-Hamas war. They're not. But all I'm saying is um, we want to focus on, you know, solving our issues at the local level. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I want non-black sympathizers, they can join us, but they're gonna have to take a back seat because we as black people, we gotta create this and we're gonna own this. That's right. As far as I'm concerned, this is more than just a new business endeavor. This is gonna be a new system where we're gonna get real justice. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to make it happen. But again, my sister, I can't make people buy my book. They all they want to do is sit up here and complain about the white man. I say the white man ain't stopping you from buying my book. And if not, you buy everything else, you can buy a book. <laughs> but like I, I say, once it. I and it. even yourself too, once you once you start making money, then everybody's gonna want to come around you and stuff like that. And then that's not cool to me. That's a Willie Lynch mentality. You know, mm -hmm. come around you just to get in your pockets. But when you're small trying to do something positive, they don't want to fool with you. That's so right. That's I'm going public with my story. Um, and again, I want to help your generation. Um, my generation is um, Generation X, but I wasn't able to reach them. So I'm trying to reach out to the Black Millennials and Generation Z to um, first read my book, help me get that book on that bestsellers list. And those that's in agreement, make arrangements with me to come on this show so we can talk about it, encourage other people to get involved. And most of all, for us to get this film project fully funded and made. Because again, the burden is not on me. This is, uh, the burden is on uh, us, us, I would say collectively, but especially the black grassroots and the global African family. The sooner we're able to get this film project fully funded and made, the sooner I can do all this stuff I talk about. And that's I'm right. Gonna carry, and I'm gonna carry that out to the fullest. Yes, yes, and that's what you're and supposed to do. Some people are afraid. I'm like, good, my goodness, you don't have to be afraid. Selling uh, all I'm doing is selling a book. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and trying to uh, create a positive um, black empowerment film. That's right. And yeah, nothing to be afraid, afraid about that. Of, I know, but a lot of people are afraid. Like, oh, you know, you shouldn't do this and that, and say this and that. I'm like, hey, I'm not. Bugging, you know, I'm just saying the truth and I'm speaking what it's stuff, you know, what's already uh, spoken in the um, 
mainstream media anyway. Exactly. You know, but my thing is over here, you don't have to run from the cops. You, you know, we're going to be um, legit. Okay. Now, I do want to share this with you. I don't know if I said this already, but I just want to re reiterate. Um, Go ahead. In my business, once we have, because I want us to move from behind the computer. Yes. You know, so that's the whole reason why I have to do the film. So that way I can generate capital to, you know, be in a position where I can hire people and all that good stuff. So, but anyway, um, my goal um, is once we uh, get the film project fully funded and made and the proceeds starts pouring in, then that's going to put me in a better position financially to purchase property here in Chicago, hire okay. black middle class professionals, African immigrants. That's going to make sure that this business is going to be effective and successful for years. Okay. We want to, um, and, you know, I want to get African immigrants from those 10 different African nations. So that way, you know, we can learn from them before we go to Africa. Because we got to yeah. learn how to get along. We got to heal from, I would say, enslavement and colonization. We got to yeah. learn how to get, you know, re, re, get reacquainted with each other. Yeah. Different cultures and all that stuff. But um, mm -hmm. what I want to mention is that um, we're going to hold mandatory orientation. So I want the community. Um, first of all, too, we're going to uh, serve. Um, the low-income African-American community, okay. as well as the African uh, immigrant community. So we're going to serve both communities. And in this bi business, we um, we want to vet people big time. That's very important. So what, what I mean is that people, they're going to come in, they're going to have to sign the community pledge saying that they want to be a part of this because I want stuff in writing. Anybody yeah. can say, oh, I, I support you, blah, 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 but I want that in writing. Yeah. Um, I want people to pass our criminal background check um, okay. and submit their thumbprint to be placed in our database. This way we can hold people accountable. Let's say if they try to come in there, trying to promote that LGBT stuff. I'm like, hey, look, you know, our focus is on solving black issues. So we can give them two warnings. That third time that person or person try to bring that stuff up or try to, I would say, undermine us, their name their photo ID and address will be placed on our Judas list so everybody can see it and they will be barred for life because over oh, wow. here, yeah, because over here, we don't want to be um, having people that's trying to undermine us. That's not Yeah. Me. Yeah. So if they want to act a fool, I'm the wrong person. So I love it. I'm just saying, that's not <laughs> I mean, I, one of the reasons I think people don't want to support me, you know, because I keep it real. Unfortunately, yeah. Of the black community, they, they're supporting the dope man. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they're they looking at him as a hero. He's not a hero. He's um, doing the bidding of the white supremacists, destroying the black community and killing, you know, you know, killing black people. Yeah. Selling them. Uh, and now he's selling the street drugs laced with fentanyl. I sell mm. ideas. That's what I do. I sell ideas and I stand on what I've written. I'm not running for public office. All I'm trying to do is get this business popping here in Chicago so I can expand it, you know, to the continent. Yes. yes. Start um, where you at first. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you know, yeah, we wanna um, you know, do our best to weed out the wrong type of people. Um, and you know, we want people 
to understand that we want to make a positive impact. And as far as I'm concerned, this is going to be more than just a new business endeavor. It's going to be a new system where we can get real justice, but yes. we don't have to build it. And yes. it's geared toward your uh, generation, um, Black millennials and Generation Z. So yes. I just want y'all to support it. And, you know, that's all I'm asking. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and, um, you know, um, last but not least, I can say about that is that... Um, in my business, I want to make sure that everybody succeed and reach their life goals. That's what this type of business is about. So we want to help. I would say um, the low-income uh, Black families that can't afford, you know, uh, um, child care, we will offer uh, affordable child care quality. Okay. But that's, I can't do all this stuff by myself. So. No, you can't. No, you so can't. That's how, come I, that's how come I created my platform. I'm trying to let people know this is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And those that rejected the vision and plan for the past 32 years, no problem. They won't be a part of it. That's how come we're going to be screening people. That's, that's yeah, right. That's where I stand, too. <laughs> you know? ain't getting up in my pockets. <laughs> that's right. No, but anyway, right. if you don't mind, is there anything else you would like to ask me, please? No, I think you covered a a lot as especially as far as your business and and what the future holds for your business on what you're you know aiming to do and you know how you're aiming to do it. So you I think you covered a, a lot of information that was really really good and projected very well. Cool, cool. And um please share this um video podcast with all your friends too. Yes. And also, I want to encourage you to write your own story as well. And I'm willing to help you because, you know, I did it myself. But my first book, I got ripped off. So I don't want that to happen to you. Yeah, I got mm -hmm. ripped off. I paid, you know, my money and stuff for editing and publishing. All they did was just publish the book and had all kinds of mistakes, trying to hurt my credibility and make me look as unprofessional. Yeah. So I, that's how come I uh, revised the book. Okay, good. Yeah, and this is what I stand on, and this is the foundation of my business. Good. Yeah. I'm, I, I hate that they did that to you, and I'm sure that so many people have dealt with it. And I, and I love the fact that you that you even said that you would help so that someone else won't go through that. And that's another thing that I was talking about earlier. Like, you know, you know what you had to go through and what you dealt with. You don't want to see somebody else to go through it. Why watch somebody else go through it when you, you know you, you have the tools or you you can you have the lesson plan? Should I say that you can pass on to someone else to help them? So thank you for that. Thank you, thank you very much for that. That's, that's great information to to keep hold to. If I you know think about writing, I know I could come to you for the help. Yeah, but also um, again, this business too is so we can break that Willie Lynch mentality because our people have been voting for the Democrats for sixty years. You know, and that's, you know, and we still, you know, in worse condition now. So yeah. I'm trying to encourage our people to, you know, think outside the box. Um, you know, and that, that's all I have to say on that. So, understand so it. <laughs> is there any last words you want to say before we uh, call it a day? What do you want my listeners to know? I mean, something you want to share with my listeners? No, besides self-love. Love you first. Always, always love yourself first. And know that you are loved and that you are worthy. 
follow your heart, follow your dreams. Don't let anyone take them from you. No matter what it looks like, keep going. Keep going. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that. And again, um, please support me. <laughs> yes. Purchasing my, my revised book. Yes. The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, second edition. You can find that information in the uh, comment section below this video podcast. Read my story first. Um, anybody that disagree with the vision, I'm just going to be real with you. I'm going to ask you to delete. If you're on my friends list, delete me off your friends list and do not come to no events with my name on it because we're coming against that Willie Lynch mentality. And that's real. That's, that's right. I stand. The stand on it. That's for real. Yes. And that's what this business is going to be about. Because we want to make sure that we have a productive type of business that's going to be global, not just in the United States. We're going to, like I say, make our presence known in Africa and then eventually in, in the Caribbeans and in Brazil. Okay. Yeah. Need to do. I'm going to do the best I can to get this thing popping. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> All right. And with that being said, peace and blessings. And that's going to conclude our show for this evening.